Welcome to the Creative Monday Show. This show is the home for creatives, business, lifestyle, and wellness professionals who believe in personal and professional development. Each week, we bring you an inspirational person from around the world to help you learn effective lessons and strategies to develop yourself, grow your business, and impact your community. I'm your host, Mervyn Batram, business consultant, brand strategist, and innovative entrepreneur. Let the show begin. Welcome to another edition of the Creative Mother Discussion Show. I am your host, Mervyn Batram, and I will be with you for the next hour. On this episode, we are talking to another Belizean entrepreneur who, who have used her, her personal uh, journey, her personal challenges, uh, overcome her even her own medical journey to kind of launch out and start her business and offer her service to the Belize public. And um, I'm very excited to introduce uh, Miss Kendra Griffith. She is the owner of Hello Body Belize. And she'll be talking to us about her entrepreneurial journey. I just let's welcome uh, Miss Kendra to the screen. Hi, everyone. Hi. Well, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Awesome. I, well, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for coming on and sharing some of your story with us. Let us know, uh, just give us your background. Like how, how did you get into the space that you're in? Tell us a little bit about Hello uh, Body Belize and then also kind of what kind of got you going in this particular track. Okay. So Hello Body Belize is an organic skincare company. We offer natural and organic skincare products and also aromatherapy products and the story of Hello Body starts with my story and my story with my personal skin condition. Before 2015, um, I didn't have much knowledge about skincare or taking care of my skin. I did the usual, which was just like washing my face. And um, in 2015, I started to develop a skin condition. At the time, I didn't know what it was. And I just thought it was like, okay, it's going go away in a month in probably two months maybe it's just the heat um well that was one of the factors i realized that after i was diagnosed with it it was eczema and at the time there wasn't much more much information or products in belize to treat eczema so when i started to tell people what i had or tried to look for um ointments or any type of creams i didn't have much options and the ones that i did have um, the effects that they were having on my skin, like it would help the eczema, but there were there was also negative side effects. And it was a period in my life that was very frustrating because um, my at the time before that, I wasn't too aware of my physical appearance, but this became something that just like brought a spotlight on my physical appearance. And I started to worry about how I was looking what my skin was going through, if this was detrimental, if this was going to be all my life. And um, I used to take really good care of my hair at the time. And a friend suggested to me that I should just try to do the same for my skin. Like the same method that I would use natural products, organic products to take care of my hair. I could um, foster that into my skin. And I started doing that. Um, I started with something very um, simple as scrubs, facial scrubs. And I research ingredients that would be beneficial to eczema, like what would treat the side effects of the itchiness, the irritation, the dryness. And um, I created these scrubs. And in creating those scrubs, I learned about different other scrubs. And I'm a person that enjoys give, gift giving. And so for holidays like Valentine's or Christmas, I was gifting family members and friends um, facial scrubs and body scrubs and 
after gifting so many, they decided to keep some and introduce that to their um, co-workers and their friends. And that's what started Hello Body. Um, they came back and said, these people want five scrubs. These people want this specific scrub. And we're taking orders. We're not taking them as gifts. So that became the story about how Hello Body started. It started with my journey, um, finding something that would work for me. And then other people loving the products. And we've branched off from having so many scrubs. At the time, I had 11 scrubs. And I've learned so much about skincare. I have a full skincare routine. Um, We have your cleansers, moisturizers. We even have products such as our um, multi-purpose salve, which is great for eczema and psoriasis. We have baby-safe products, our two-in-one insect repellent and soothing spray. So we have quite a wide range that we've developed in this past six years. Man, I, that is amazing. And you know, e- eczema um, definitely uh, is it's, it's not an easy condition to deal with. Um, and I know that personally, you know, my wife and I, um, our second child was uh, diagnosed with eczema. We have the severe autoimmune version of this eczema, right? And we, we didn't, like, I agree to you, we didn't know what it was. We didn't know at first, like, okay, how to treat it. We were going to Guatemala. We were going to Merida. We were everywhere checking for solutions for this, this thing and finding something that works. It, it's definitely was challenging. Um, and and I, I, I remember we did do the steroids. We, we started using what the doctors were recommending, which a lot of it was steroid based. But then we noticed our, our daughter's skin was getting very thin and um, she was picking up unnecessary weight and there was a bunch of other side effects that was mm-hmm. that came along with it. So like, I, I definitely understand that journey that you went to kind of coming to more, uh, I would say a more natural approach in your um, solution. So talk to us a little bit about uh, kind of how did you figure out what product to use, what 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 uh, ingredients include. And I know it's on your journey, but how how did you find that? Uh, how did you incorporate it? What, you know, like talk to us a little bit about what your process. Yeah. So like I mentioned at the time, there wasn't much more information um, in Belize, at least about eczema. But in the U.S., there was so much information. So I at the time I was a research assistant at the National Institute for Culture and History. And then um, from there, I became like, a full researcher and I used all my skills to apply that into finding what was eczema, the different types of eczema, the symptoms, um, things, factors that would cause um, flare-ups, for example, environmental factors, um, just regular stress, different factors. And I also found treatment. So like you said, the steroids. And just as your daughter, I had negative effects to those as well. And that's when I realized that one of the key factors of eczema is having dry skin. Mm-hmm. So I realized that if I could have nourished skin, if my skin could be nourished, because eczema doesn't go away. It goes away in the sense of the flare-ups not being as um, often, but it's something that will stay um, with you. There's no cure as yet, but there's treatment. And I found different products such as um, lemongrass, so as we know as fever grass, um, tea tree, fatty butters. And I've, I started to do different samples and, what I do with my products is that I search different ingredients that are available um, all across the world, different continents, and what has been working, especially for cultural groups. And, um, you know, like, for example, we have our grandparents that would tell you, okay, take this for something. Like, if you have a cold, take this, drink this, use this. And 
it essentially came from that. And um, I researched about different cultures around the world, what they were using as different ointments. And I imported all of those ingredients and mm. I started to make my own um, products. And from there, what happened was that I created little samples, sent it out. Um, of course, like any other product, whether it's a commercial chemical product, a commercial natural product, or just a product that you make in your house, it won't be for everyone. So yeah. that's a huge um, factor on when I create a product. I create different samples and I send them out. I get the feedback, what worked for someone, what didn't work for someone, what was, what was there, essentially just creating data. And from there, I create one final product and I launch. And this, for eczema and psoriasis, this is our multi-purpose salve. And um, let me see. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So... Um, this has been a hit. This product has traveled all over the world. And I've had customers that moved from Belize back to Guatemala. And they, they, I still have to ship their orders. They're like... Go, go ahead and open it. Go ahead and open it and show us. The, show us, yes. Yeah, we, we've bought that product personal and we've used that product and we love that product. So I, I, I have... Yes, I have no problem good. endorsing that product. We use it. It's worked, right? Thank you. Awesome. So... Yeah, so this is essentially what I use on a day-to-day -day basis and um, for my eczema and just sometimes just for, because it can be for many different things. And that's a very important part of what Hello Body is for me. It didn't start off as a business. It started off as a hobby and essentially trying to find something that would help me um, yeah. be more comfortable in my skin again because I went from being someone that was super comfortable in her skin to yeah. then not wanting to be around people just to avoid unnecessary questions. Yeah. So um, yeah. with this product, sorry. No, I was going to say, even before we dive into the product a little bit more, let's, let's, let's segue a little bit into something you said there, because I think there is something in there that uh, those who struggle with eczema, those who struggle with some kind of skin condition or some kind of external condition needs to kind of learn or glean from you but let's talk a little bit about the mental health aspect of that because you know a lot of people who have those skin issues i mean we're dealing with it right now with our daughter there's you know insecurities there's fear there's all these these am i beautiful am i you know so talk to us a little bit about some of what were some of your personal mental challenges um um, and even your you know, confidence and your identity things like that and then how did you overcome that you know yeah. So before having eczema and just all the symptoms that came from eczema, um, I could I still consider myself a very confident person. But at that time, I, I feel like my mom raised us to be just very confident in our own skin and our, mm -hmm. own, our own bodies. And at the time, I wasn't if there was a pimple on my face, I wasn't aware. I wasn't mm -hmm. aware of anything that was going on with my skin because I was just like, OK, it's pretty normal. I'm sorry, there's a tractor passing by. Um, it's normal, this happens, everyone goes through it. And I believe that in Belize, we had this very natural, and we still have, not to an extent as we did back then, but we had this idea of just natural beauty, which I, I, I still love. Um, we weren't covering like um, what we felt as insecurities as much as we are today. And um, so when this happened, it, it shifted my life completely. I started to, like I said, I started to think, is this going to be something permanent? That was my biggest concern. And also people pointing out and asking questions. Sometimes it was very innocent. 
But oftentimes it just came off quite rude. Yeah. Especially because at the time I didn't know what was going on. So I would get phrases like, yeah, what happened with your skin? And I, I would have no idea. And it made me go from someone that is very outgoing, would always want to be having a conversation with you. And like a face to face, I enjoy face to face conversation. So like no longer wanting to meet someone new just because I didn't want them to stare at my face or having conversations or being outdoors with anyone, especially a big part of it. It was being outdoors during this climate. Especially, Belize is always hot, but yeah. we know during the Easter summertime, it gets really hot. So I remember there was this person that he was trying to meet me. Like he knew of me and he was just like, eh, we should hang out. We should like, you know, grab lunch. And I was like, sure. Yeah. And I kept putting it off, kept putting it off until like one day we all ran into each other. And then he said like, oh, your face is getting red. And it was because the day was really hot. And that immediately just shoved me back into a shell. Mm. And it was something that I didn't know. I was very comfortable with addressing any type of question. Um, but then all of a sudden, I became this person that was very reserved. And that would, uh, with a flip of a switch, a question about my skin would just like change my mood on about my environment. I was having fun. And then I was just like, it shifts. Yeah. So um, it takes a mental strain. Especially when you're the only one going through it. My mom, she is 50 years old. She has great skin. No blemishes, no scars. I scar easily. So it's just like, you start thinking like, why does this person that's so, like, she gave birth to me. Essentially, I should have great skin like her. And it's just, especially because my parents weren't familiar. um, Unlike today, more and more babies, more and more parents, um, a huge... um, Part of my target audience for this specific products are young moms or just moms in general, because a lot of the babies that are being born are now just like being born in eczema. It's just a part of a life now. And so when I meet customers, they're like, do you remember like when you were younger? I'm not sure if you remember, but they essentially remember showering with any type of soap, um, washing their clothes with any type of detergent, just using anything and there was like no allergic reaction no flare-up but no we have to be very particular about yeah yeah um about very mindful about thank you about what we're using my detergent is different from my family's detergent and at first they were like oh you're just being picky or she can wash the clothes with we and it's just like no if i do then i have brushes all over and it it does it does take away um from socializing sometimes because I've traveled around the world and my friends, they can be having fun jumping in a pool and then going into the seawater. And I would have to like determine what would I want to deal with the consequences yeah. of, of doing those things. Like if I go out in the sun today and just have fun in the sun, will I be wanting to deal with the consequences of having flare ups um, a week, two weeks from um, a week or two week long yeah. of flare ups? So it, it shifts a lot. Yeah, do you think, okay, because back then, like you said, there wasn't a lot of information um, about eczema. There's a lot, a lot now, and there's a lot more people um, that are being diagnosed with eczema. Do you think, um, or how do I say it this way? What would you think is a good way for someone to, to maybe ask questions or when they come in contact with someone who has eczema, what, like how, how should we respond? Like educate us a little bit from, from your perspective, someone who have had eczema, who have gone through that, 
that transitional process of hey, what's wrong with me and then your people are asking questions and so what would you th- say is a healthy way maybe uh, a more mindful way of how do we approach someone with some kind of external skin condition what i think happened was in the beginning i was quite sensitive to it and now i make um i make some memes and some comedy um jokes about it on my business page and i'm much more comfortable with it now but i think that um just asking in a very mindful way like being aware that maybe the person doesn't want or being being aware of the environment maybe the best place to ask is not over dinner with five six people but yeah. maybe when you and that person are having a conversation by themselves and i felt that was the best time where i could explain to everyone like hey like if someone would just be like what's going on with your skin i'm, I'm seeing something different and yeah. they're just asking me i would tell you like oh this started and i would give you the whole back story like i'm giving now but if i'm sitting somewhere and i'm having dinner with mm. a crowd of people i don't want someone across the room to show like Kendra what's going on with your skin and then yeah. all that unwanted attention coming to me yeah. so i think it's just your approach and i feel that it also the person will know if you're just asking just to know versus asking to make them uncomfortable that's so. good i i love that so being sensitive to the environment and the space you're in i think that's very key i i love that and cuz it's true you know each person is different some people some people might be able to manage it well but then if you approach it from a position of i'm sensitive to the environment and am and sen- sensitive to the person i'm speaking mm-hmm. with it it brings a level of care it brings a level of carefulness as we interact with each other right and so like you said a lot of a lot of people now have to deal with that we get messages yeah. all the time from folks like what did you do what's working for you mm-hmm. and like you said it's an ongoing continuous thing i love yeah. you said i love what you shared just now earlier about actually keeping the skin nourished and so my mm-hmm. question would be do you you know i know you have the products do you is is hello body believes have any plans to expand to to even more resource in the, in the context of educating people empowering people in how to nourish their body how to deal with the the mental health side of things uh talk to us a little bit what are some of the future plans for well, hello body one of the things that we already do is that we try to i i feel my customer base is a bit tired maybe of how much <laughs> i talk about eczema yeah. and just honestly not only eczema but other skin conditions for example um um cystic acne sometimes people look at people with cystic acne and be and their responses are like oh you're breaking out because you don't wash your face but mm-hmm. often that it's a hormonal issue like it's something internal that they can't control um and what we do on hello body and what i try to do is create as much awareness and whether it's through jokes or just having um a post that would be like what is eczema and these are mm. these are the condition and the symptoms to look out for these are the different types this is what you can do and just um also sharing words of motivation as a daily story um we also always share like um shout out to my people with eczema you're not alone um or sharing a joke like i i shared a joke this past week that said um that the doctor says you shouldn't shower with hot water <laughs> and my response to that was like fire can't burn a dragon so it's just like trying to be find, finding the like humor in everything because i myself sometimes i have to be sensitive and remind myself to be sensitive i don't have 
my eczema isn't as acute as other people that I know. So yeah. sometimes um, I'm using my products and then I, I meet friends and they have eczema on every part of their body mm-hmm. from head to toe. And I'm like, oh, why are, why are your flare-ups like that today? And they're like, oh, I work with um, dust. I work mm-hmm. in the sun. Essentially, even if I take care of my skin, I am in the factors that will create more flare-ups. Wow. So it's also like being mindful that not everybody will always be as lucky to mm-hmm. just have, have it on some areas that they can essentially control it versus people that just have it on their entire body. They can't fight anything or fight it because yeah. um, the environment itself is fighting against them. But I think I think you're hitting on something key, at least um, what I, what's coming to my mind, like even in the workspace, um, even in, as employers, as boss, I, we need to be sensitive in the atmosphere we create in the workplace because people have different conditions. Like, so what what would you say are things uh, employers, um, owners, uh, business owners should be thinking about in their workspace to create an environment that's safe and healthy for people with skin conditions? Um, I think one of the the main things would be looking at what your like field is. Mm-hmm. And for example, let's say if you're working in an office job and you have eczema, I think something um, that people don't notice is that people have flare-ups with heat while some people have flare-ups with um, cool. Cool, cooler um, temperatures. And I know a customer that mentioned that she could not change the temperature in her office because it was connected to another office and it made her flare-ups really bad. And I feel like if there was an environment where she could be, where she could share and have her coworkers and employer understand like, okay, this is not just me being picky about the temperature in the room. This is my health um, mm. being affected. I feel like an, a more open space to understanding that would be um, just to find a middle ground to accommodate everyone. And also having a clean environment. Um, for example, some people can't, their work um, requires them to be in the dust if they're doing construction, to be in the heat. But there's also other people that are in these same environments and their work don't, doesn't require that. So I feel it's just mindfulness and creating that awareness. And I feel Belize is moving towards an environment where in human resources, we're um, looking looking at what our employees need and their mental health, their physical health. And I feel like as more, as that develops even more, there's going to be progress. And um, maybe I, I personally feel like skin conditions are going to be at the back just because of, I think it's maybe the way we are as a people. It's like, Oh, it's not a huge deal because it's just your skin. It's a little rash. But yeah. it's essentially to create an awareness and have everyone be educated that, no, this isn't a rush. This is something that can go from just being a simple dermatitis to very acute eczema where I can't even take a shower without being in excruciating pain. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think part of what came from COVID, too, was that health awareness, cleanliness awareness. So, you know, every office have, they're always wiping down the, the, the desk. They're always washing their hands. So I think we've been conditioned because of uh, COVID to kind of be a little bit more health aware. Um, and I think that's good because now, now 
skin conditions and other other uh, health issues can have a you as an individual can have a better position in your workspace in your environment to kind of be being a, a safer space being a healthier space now let's let's shift the conversation a little bit towards the business aspect of hello body like when you started this like you said it, it wasn't necessarily to start a business it was more to kind of to kind of just deal with your personal challenge and overcome it, then other people is like, "Hey, this can this can really spark." But when what was what was that shift? When when did it really shift from this hobby to a business that's sustaining you and those who are connected with you? And talk to us a little bit about that that process that you went through. So, hello, buddy. As a business, as I mentioned, we started in twenty sixteen. We didn't start officially. I hadn't registered my business name as yet, but I did all of that with advice from, because I, at that point, I felt like it wasn't going to last more than a year, but it did. And um, it lasts all six. And essentially I was a bit prepared, but unprepared at the same time for it. In 2017, we officially launched. And um, in the sense that we had every, all the paperwork for it, um, at this point, during the 2016, 2017, it was like the rise of organic and natural skincare in the U.S. And Belize does um, follow a lot of pop culture from the U.S. So that gave birth to having a good stream of customers for Hello Body Belize. Everybody wanted to do skincare and the specific type of skincare they wanted was organic and natural. So I researched about what was available in Belize and um, there was... Um, a lot of coffee scrubs, a lot of chocolate scrubs, and a lot of like soap bars. And yeah. um, with, with my personal journey and knowing about what was essential for different skin types, I knew that this wasn't enough. So I saw a market that I could just yeah. blossom. And I created, I was the first person to create an entire skincare line um, for Belizeans made um, from natural and organic skincare products handcrafted in Belize. I was a pioneer for that. And for some time, I didn't acknowledge that, but I started to tell myself that I need to acknowledge that yeah. nobody pioneered this. And well, so like, <laughs> so like for some time I was, I, I didn't acknowledge, I feel like I wasn't, even in my own personal um, achievements, I wasn't acknowledging what I was. I just looked at it all like anyone can do it. Everyone can do it. So many people have done it before me. But I feel like I need to start um, acknowledging what we've done because from there came so many um, opportunities for many different people and for myself as well. Um, after branching out and having such an extensive line, this was 2016, 2017. Now I'm looking at 2018. At the time, I was a project coordinator and I was also a language tutor for um, diplomatic um, Diplomatic people, for example, um, people that came from Taiwan and wanted to better their English or learn some more Spanish. And um, so I was also doing that and Hello Body. And I felt at that time that I just needed to know what I wanted to be my next step. I gave myself a two-year break. I considered that from my academic career. And my academic career is very important to me. And I looked at Hello Body and I told my parents that, I wanted a little bit more, yeah. And but I really liked what I've I had accomplished with Hello Body. I went ahead and I applied for a scholarship. I received the scholarship, and I told my parents, "Okay, I'm leaving, um, and I I have to leave Hello Body. I hadn't trained anyone. I hadn't decided anything. 
And my parents were like, okay, they weren't happy about the idea because they felt like this was my brainchild and I was just like abandoning it. And I felt that it was a needed sacrifice. But my brother, my youngest brother came along and he was like, no. At the time, he was just a baby. He was about 15 years old. And he said, no, he would take on, I would teach teach him how to do everything and he would take on all of the manufacturing, the creating He would take on all of that. He said, all I needed to do was ensure that I made the purchases for ingredients. And um, he also said that he was going to do the social media, but he's not a very social person. So he (laughs) he gave that up. He gave that up. He was like one month in. He's like, I can't do this part. You need to do it. He's like, I can't talk to people. He's not, not the best people person. So um, I went away and I promised him that it would only be for two years. And I would get messages like people messaging. Oh, what did you do to the new formula? We love it. And I'm like, what? I'm not in the country. I didn't do anything. And I would call him like, what did he do? Oh, because he had a sense background and essentially he's still growing in that academically. He was like, oh, this was a better, this would have given you better results. And mm. I, I just felt like, like I felt good and bad at the same time. Like I was so proud, but I was just like, how is he already doing better than me? And yeah. so um, I told him two years, it became three years. And those three years, I looked at Hello Body as Hello Body on autopilot. And I was just like, okay, if it survives, it will survive. And that's when I st- people started sending me different businesses that were like coming up and coming. Some survived, some didn't. But I was, I looked at it and I was like, oh, Hello Body has competition now. But we were still on autopilot and the competition was rising. So I had a little bit of fear that maybe we would have gotten that done. But then I looked at my customers and it was just, we had already had a trusted line of customers that would only use Hello Body products for eczema, for um, acne, for blemishes, for insect repellents. And it was not only the results that they were seeing that kept them on, but it was also the service that they were seeing. Even though I was away and I was um, um, gaining my master's degree, it became very important that I had a personal connection with these customers. Like um, a lot of people still mention, and I'm going to do it this year. Like, where's your website? And yeah, the skincare community in Belize and the knowledge at that time, it's grown tremendously now, but at that time, many people didn't know like, Oh, you need to wash your face daily, at least two times for the day. I'm sorry. At least one time for the day, two times would be two times would be great. But a lot of people did not know that information. So sometimes they would just purchase any product and it wouldn't work for them. But I always would follow up with my customers. It's becoming a bit harder now because we yeah. have such a, um, a big um, a big clientele. But at the time I would follow up with them and they would be like, oh, it didn't work as good as it worked for my friend. And I would ask like, what products did you get? And then that's when I realized that there wasn't enough awareness about yeah. skincare in general. So while it's time consuming and um, I'm currently a fellow for the YLI, um program and my host already gave me like a little spanking that I am <laughs> spending too much time um, giving that information on a personal level. Yeah. But it, it, it meant a lot to me to let everyone know what their skin type was, what the different skin types were, what's a skincare routine, what's a basic skincare routine. And now I'm so happy that now when I meet my customers at pop-ups, they're like, oh, this is what I'm doing. This is, And then it's not only about selling my product. Sometimes I would ask a customer, not sometimes, always. I send like some um, questions 
And I would ask them, what products do you already have? And they would list the products that they have to me. And sometimes they aren't um, knowledgeable on how to use the products or when to use the products. And I would help them because I also made it um, one of my goals to be aware of most of the skincare, the commercial skincare products that exist, um, especially American brands, because we know that's what a lot of people import to sell it to these. So I would create a, essentially a routine that would work with what they already have incorporating some of our products nice. and that way it's not only about again now for me i really want everyone to feel that comfortable in their skin again yeah. i've met some customers when they would pick up their packages from me they would not look me in the face and they would say sorry miss kendra i hope i didn't come off as rude it's just i'm not comfortable yeah. with the acne on my face and then i would see them a month later two months later and it's just like they come they wow. see me and it, it's become, at first I was a bit hesitant to say hello or I was like, would they want to talk to me? But now I go to like Spanish Lookout, I go to Belize City or in Jack and I see a customer. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. And I'm not, in a way, sometimes I can't, I'm at this point where sometimes I can't remember a customer's name, but I just like, if they tell me their name, I quickly go on Instagram, search your name and I'm like, oh, you got this, this and this. And I remember the conversation that we've had and it's it's shifted and that's one of that's something that sets hello body apart even though i got advice to move away from this because it's quite time consuming but it sets hello body apart because you're not only purchasing skincare but you get to talk to someone that knows what you're going through whether it's eczema or another type of skin condition i've personally known what it feels like your skin is just attacking you and and not being okay and comfortable in your skin. So it's a personal experience. It's being able to trust us, being able to send us photos. Sometimes some customers send us some photos and they're not comfortable with us sharing it. That's completely okay. We don't share them, but we also use the photos to learn more about their skin, especially because we can't see them in person. And um, we yeah. survived those three years on autopilot. And what made me aware that even more than I already was, um, was the pandemic. At the time when COVID-19 hit, I just immediately thought like, okay, hello, buddies, probably. If it didn't take that hit for those, those three years on autopilot and new um, businesses starting, I felt that COVID was just going to be the end of it. Yeah. But fortunately, and a huge thanks to my Belizean community, it survived and it flourished even. And it, while so many loved ones were experiencing, you know, being laid off, being cut off, off of a certain percentage, I had Hello Body to help me and to help my family to continue and not, you know, be worried about what's going to happen financially. The Belizean community and Hello Body really helped me establishing myself, putting my feet down, coming back to Belize actually, and having that option. Not many people. A lot of us talk about brain drain and yeah. our students not coming back or students coming back and then leaving. And while I have never been a fan of the idea of going away and then just never coming back, I understood it to an extent, but coming back and having some place where to land my feet mm. and having that option of like putting my energy into something that helps me financially, helps me honestly, emotionally and, um, it has made me flourish in such a way that I am just grateful for it. Um, 
I I remember thinking that it was about two, three months before my flight. And I was just like, when I go, I'm going all in. <laughs> because I felt I wasn't giving all my all um, before. And I said, even if I get, you know, that eight to five job, I'm still going to give my all because I felt like... Um, in Spanish, there's this phrase, te echo de menos, like mm-hmm. I haven't paid attention to you um, and um, or I've missed you. And I felt that way. Hello, buddy. I miss my customers. I miss doing the deliveries. And while it can get hectic and I wasn't prepared, um, I remember my brother calling me sometimes and he was just like um, overwhelmed. Yeah. And I was like, why are you overwhelmed? I could do this with, you know, doing school, doing and it's I came back and I realized like Hello Body has grown. Yeah. And now, now we're looking at, right now we're like in the studio space where I share a bit about the packaging and I do my packaging here and um, I create some products here. But at this point, I it's this space around me is free, but everywhere else has boxes, has ingredients, <laughs> has products. And like the shelves, I thought the shelves would have helped, but nope, I'm looking into just branching off and it's a good problem it's 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 a bit scary but i have had so much recognition and i feel like that is what helps people because i feel like we are quick to give a negative review but we don't realize how good those positive reviews are and this goes back to when we first began in 2016 some days i would be crying and i would be telling my family i don't want to do this anymore it's so frustrating and then five minutes later, I get a text from a mom, from a customer. Your products are great. They change they, they change my skin. They help my baby. And that is like, boom, I'm ready to go again. And those are like the little messages of upliftment that has essentially kept us going. And Man, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I know. And just to kind of recap, I, I you know, the, you've really given us a lot. And I just want to, I, I, I trust that our viewers are catching it because a lot of a lot of yes. inspiration a lot of motivation it's it's caught you know many times you gotta listen and catch these stories and i want to backtrack a little bit just to pull out some things that i i see you know one you're, you're you have a business venture and you, you don't know if that business can really stand the test of time till it really uh takes that 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 push where you kind of pull yourself out of the equation mm-hmm. and leave it because there's a lot of company that the person is the business you remove the mm-hmm. person and the business shuts down um i think when you have something that has the potential to grow and scale is when you've created a system that you can pass on to others mm-hmm. and that thing strive and they can take that system and even improve on it and grow it without you and you you've done that without trying to do that you've done yeah. that where you are able to have your brother take this the company even at 15 that means it's it's at a stage where even someone at a young age can take it and multiply it and yeah. replicate it and grow it and i think that's huge and I, I i'm saying that and i'm drawing that out because if you're going into a business space and you have an idea you need to be thinking about that am i putting systems in place am i learning the process am i documenting the process in such a way that someone can come behind me and run with that and when you can do that i think then you have something that can start to to grow and scale i mean in my earlier years i used to sometimes take time off from my company for a couple months and just see how it does without me right and how my staff and those in the company run it without me and then that's the true test to see if this company has the i would say the sustainable uh, uh, ability and i think you've done that without even trying to do that right and i I do want to applaud you for that i do want to applaud your brother i think that was huge on his part 
to take it on, to scale it, to grow it, to sustain it in your absence, and then uh, to present it back to you as a, hey, uh, this is something that you gave me and this is what I did with it. Let's yeah. take it to the next level. I think that's yeah. that's amazing. And I want to applaud you guys. It's, you know, I applaud your family. I think it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it 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 was mind-blowing because for some time I was already used to like customers telling me, oh, the product is doing great. And then I realized when the new messages came in, these weren't for me anymore. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't yeah. physically here. And I would send them to him. And he's someone, he's um, a bit of an ex- um, introvert. Introvert, yeah. So he, he, when, if you compliment him, he just looks at you and he just <laughs> probably walks away. So yeah. I would send them to him and he's like, it's your product. It's your product. It's not yeah. me. But it's just, in when I left, I was very transparent with my customers. And I was like, I won't be here anymore. And I've had, I had some customers say, oh, if you're not here, I'm not purchasing from you until you come back. And I came back for a month two months in 2019 and they purchased from me in 2019 but they would not purchase from when like he was creating products and a whole new community that didn't know a 15 year old 16 year old now um he's older but um was creating their products they did not know and it was just i i felt like yes it was a lot for him to do because i don't think i would have done it at 15 i look back at myself at 15 and I definitely wouldn't have done it. And because of him, um, I was able to, we were invited to go to Hello Buddy. Before going to study to Taiwan, my goal wasn't, I knew about the Taiwan scholarship since I was seven years old. And my family would always be like, you need to go to study to Taiwan. Our friends, because we live where we live, we live amongst, um, at the time, not, not as much now, at the time it was like a lot of Taiwanese were here. And um, I wasn't, interested in going to study um as yet i wanted my products to go first yeah. i realized that belizeans were being invited and i remember thinking in 28 like early 2017 um my president at niche was miss diane haylock and i remember there was rebecca stern from tugan pearl she went to represent belize at taiwan and i was like i want to do that yeah. i want my products to go there and it was a time where much people weren't like my customers believed in my products, but like big companies were not looking like I remember trying to get spaces at expos and being turned down. But I remember thinking I want to do that. And then it just so happened that I went to do my education. But when it came time to in 2019 now um, to send someone, I applied. I've, I had completely forgotten about it. I applied. And I was accepted, but due to COVID, it got pushed from April 2020 to November 2020. But in April 2020, there was the 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 pack comes with a ticket and your products, like yeah. uh, a certain bulk of your products to go. And I was like, my brother is coming. I'm already here. They were like, that's fine. I'm like, and then it just so happened that COVID happened and no one was being allowed to enter Taiwan. And they were like, okay, well, we can't do anything. And I was like, well, I'm still here because it was the extra year that I stayed. And he sent everything. So everyone was just amazed that he was wow. doing everything at home. And I was just there. They're like, this, this isn't your products. You need to have him on video chat. And we did that. We got accepted for the wildlife fellowship. And yeah. he is, at this point, he doesn't see it. He just sees me as being back. And then he's just like, it's your business. And I'm like, no, it's ours. And I, yeah. any person that asked me, oh, how have you been doing? I always... Um, point out the fact that I wasn't here for three years. It was my brother. 
and yeah. it, we, him and I, we've always been very close. But to share this, it, it's just like sometimes I look at him and I'm like, everything that I have, essentially materialistic stuff that I have, um, I've only been able to get them because of him. Because if yeah. I had left and the products would have just, you know, Hello Body would have just died off, I wouldn't have most of what I have in terms of like having this little studio having Hello Body, doing these expos, just coming back into the country and diving right in. Um, all I did was like got through jet lag and made products, made <laughs> products and did. Yeah. Um, since then, since the five months that I've been back, it's just been pop-up shops. And I realized the only um, downfall that we had was we weren't, um, I didn't have a face and um, I wasn't participating in pop-up. So everyone at pop-ups were like, not the businesses, but like customers, oh, you're new, another skin. And I'm like, no, miss, we've been here for six years. And it's yeah. just like when they realize that we've been here for some time, they're like, where were you all this time? Yeah. And I would explain it to them. But we survived three years autopilot. We survived COVID, like my, my, COVID, yeah. my efforts not being 100%, yeah. um, doubting my, my own business. And I feel like if we could survive that at this point, I remember purchasing ingredients in little batches, like little batches. And now it's just like, nope, just wholesale. buying it yeah. wholesale. And I'm like, I can do this. And my brother and I can do this. And well, he's still pursuing his academic career. I'm at a place where I'm okay, where I am in mine. But I am just, it makes me so happy to find people. And sometimes it's just like people on the street would show me their baby's feet. Yeah. And they're like, look at my baby. He had a rush here. Look at my baby. He has eczema and it doesn't show. And it's just, it's uh, the support from the Belgian community awesome. is like no, like no other. We, we have so customers that are so amazing. Like we do pop-ups in certain areas and they bring us lunch without knowing us. They just <laughs> bought some products and they bring us lunch and they're like, it's nice to meet you here. Have this here, have some corn. Like it's, it's really nice. Yeah. And it's, I come from, I come from Central Farm. So it's also nice to, to just for people to realize that someone that I'm a first gen um, graduate, I'm an eldest daughter and there were so many factors against me. So it's really nice just to be an inspiration to different people. And what I realized is that the community gives so much to me. I had to give back. So in March, we launched an initiative with the National Women's Council. I reached out to them and I was just like, I want to give back. I've been wanting to give back, but now that I'm here, I can be at yeah. the forefront of it all. And we, I decided to help fund the, I'm um, sorry, the round table program. And for the month of March, from March 1st to 31st, we will be donating 15% of our proceeds to that specific program. And the program um, empowers young women with mentors and different round table talks. And just how to proceed with academics and daily life and just um, gives them general knowledge about having a strong women network system. And I feel like that is one of the biggest um, advice that I have as well as for people that would want to start a business. One, the main one is start it with passion. I had some passion, but I realized when I just gave it my all, it flourished even more. So you need to like be sure about yourself, about what you want and trust yourself with what product because someone can't trust your product if you if you don't trust it yourself. Yeah. And next is surround yourself with a very strong set of 
um, a very strong network. Older people, younger people, you just need to talk to people because sometimes you don't know. Um, I have a box. It's all the way at the top. But I was looking at my packaging and this was during the three years of, um, of autopilot. And I was just like, okay, I need to change my packaging. I need to better it. And then I had another um, business, um, young female in business. She, her name is um, Shatifa and she is in, she, she owns naturally Belizean and she has, she had some really cute boxes and she was like, girl, it was about time you did something with your packaging. And she helped me out. And I believe that that right there is helping each other out is how we can survive. So if we want to move fast, you go by yourself. But if you want to go far, you go as a community, as a group. And I wouldn't have been here without the help of my family and without the help of the Belizean community. If they hadn't given me a chance, if they hadn't trusted in the products, we wouldn't be here today. Man, that, that is amazing. And I, I, I love I love the advice you're giving. And I, I you know, I'm also a, a fellow, a wildlife fellow. I, I did mine in 2018 and I know how uh, it, they emphasize networking and working in communities. And so that's amazing. I really just want to, I know we're, we're out of time, but I also want to thank you for coming and sharing your story. It's very inspirational. I'm, I'm, I'm personally challenged. I love the fact that you've been, you created a system. Um, you did the research from your own personal pain, your own personal challenges, and then you created a solution to, to help yourself and then help the, the community at large. And then from that, you, you documented the process and passed it on to your brother who took it even to a next level and helped kept it alive in as you further your education. I think all of that is very inspirational. And I think it's interesting um, that now you're back and now you're taking even a next step farther to empower women and empower the community, right? I, I just really just want to applaud you in your efforts and I want to encourage folks to, to really connect with you. And so um, what? how can people get in touch with you? Uh, how can people contact you and access your product? Yeah, so we, at the moment, we're only using social media platforms, um, whether it's WhatsApp, you can contact us on WhatsApp at 635-3102 or on our phone number. We can also be found on Facebook or Instagram as Hello Body Belize. And our email is kendra.hellobody at gmail.com. And like I said, we're working on our website. But like I mentioned before, I wanted to create a very good structure of what skincare is in as much people as I could, essentially, yeah. so that when they're ready to just go on our website and be like, okay, I know how to maneuver this and I know how to maneuver the world of skincare, they were equipped with the knowledge and tools on how to do so. Thank you so much, Kendra, for being with us today. Thank you for sharing your story and your journey. And I, I just, I do want to encourage everyone go check them out, check out Hello Body, get their products. If you're struggling with any kind of skin condition and you're looking for a natural solution, they are an option here in Belize. And we're proud that Belize can uh, uh, produce uh, products like this you know for us I know it's we tried it it worked as I said earlier for our daughter and, and definitely I know many people who have had testimonies with this right so I am um, we're out of time I wish we had more time but uh, we're out of time for this episode but yeah I will I do want to encourage you guys uh, keep following the creative Monday discussion show uh, it's our desire our, our aim to bring inspirational entrepreneurs people thought leaders people who are doing creative things that's transforming lives right so see you on the next episode uh god bless you and take care